0: I love food. Maybe you do too. But there are some things that I'm simply not willing to sacrifice. You know, like baking and eating sugar cookies with my grandkids, my husband's delicious homemade bread with my daughter's peach jam, and of course our family Halloween tradition, my grandmother's clam chowder in a bread bowl. We love, we mourn, we celebrate with, and we live with food. And there are some great memories i am simply not willing to let go of but i have learned how to shall we say have my cake and eat it too coming up a part one in a series on intermittent fasting tips tricks and techniques stay tuned oh my this was me in 1993 Perhaps you can feel my pain. I was trying so hard to diet and exercise, but still at five foot two, I weighed 250 pounds. It didn't seem fair. I mean, look, I was eating an apple, not a cookie. But it was this very year that I decided I needed to take control of my weight, my life, and my health. My decision to have weight loss surgery was one of the best decisions of my life. It provided me with a break in time to get control of my weight, to engage in effective tool and to lose 125 pounds. Through the years, as my weight has fluctuated up and down, I have continued to read and study, experiment and learn why, when and how my body burns or stores what I eat. I am intrigued by the science and research and inspired by new understanding of the disease of obesity, metabolic disorder, and insulin resistance. The things that I have learned and implemented have increased my understanding, influenced my daily habits, and led to a healthier, happier me. As I have shared in other videos and articles, I have recently come to understand that the weight loss game is not played by counting calories, it's by controlling insulin. And there are several ways to do that, keto or low carb dieting and intermittent fasting. A few months of intermittent fasting has repaired my metabolism, corrected my insulin resistance and help my body become fat adapted, meaning my body has relearned how to burn fat and how to easily switch back and forth from burning, storing, to burning. The eye-opening, life-changing work of Dr. Jason Fung, who wrote The Obesity Code, has taught us that humans exist in one, or one of two states, we're either storing or we're burning. Our bodies are not designed to eat all the time. We must simply stop eating to allow our bodies time to be able to burn what we have stored. Our hormones are in control. When we eat, insulin goes up. Its job is to store energy from the food that we eat. When we stop eating for an extended period of time, insulin, glucose levels go down, causing our body to search for another energy source found in our fat stores then another hormone glucagon stimulates ketone production allowing our bodies to burn fat for fuel there is an abundance of science and research on intermittent fasting and the more we know the more exciting it gets there's some links below but in the meantime i would like to share with you some of the things that i have learned and tried and experienced over the last six months About intermittent fasting number one start slowly honestly it is as simple as stop eating after dinner you know like seven or eight o'clock at night and then eat a late breakfast the next day eat nothing in between and you have already accomplished a 12-hour fast do that for a few days and then expand it a little bit. Now, I regularly fast for 16 hours from seven or eight o'clock at night till about noon the next day. Number two, exercise while you're fasting, but not at first. When you first begin your and your body learns to switch gears, you may be uh, especially tired, but once your body gets used to their new fuel source, you'll have more energy you can imagine so stick with it and use that energy to exercise next uh, break your fast with protein that is the best practice